0: I am life and leadership coach, Tara Keach, and this is the Diary of an Inspired Leader's podcast. This is where you get to see inside the brain of a coach and leader as I navigate burnout recovery, growth, goals, life, love, and all of the in-between. Diary entry, February 22nd, 2022. I am noticing in big and small ways that I don't recognize myself much these days. I actually asked a stylist friend of mine to help me feel like myself again in the way that I look. Also a couple months ago, I started with a personal trainer twice a week to help me feel strong. My husband and I traveled to Paris because I've loved it there before and I've wanted a really immersive experience, like a shock to the system. All of these things have been helpful and intrinsically rewarding and still here I am, just not quite myself. But then again, looking back, doing each of those things, they were all actions. But I know that the work that I need to do and I'm trying to avoid doing because it's inherently uncomfortable is understanding the thoughts that are creating what I'm feeling. And I really wanna avoid those feelings. So I've been putting this off. <laughs> Here's a coaching reflection on what I just shared and what I, what I wrote is why? Why is it that I want to avoid that? And when I look at that question, my answer is because I'm scared that those answers are going to show me that I have to change things. And I really, really treasure so much about my life right now. My time with kids, marital amicability, (laughs) financial stability, predictability, which means safety to my primal brain. So my coaching reflection here is a recognition that those things feel scarce and fragile. My brain's answer is, fuck yeah, they do. I feel like everything could go sideways at any moment. And that is terrifying. We've seen it. It's totally possible and maybe even probable. I also know in my coaching mind that these are thoughts and not truths, but I'll circle back to it. What I want to do now is juxtapose these current automatic thoughts with what they may be showing me that I want instead. So what changes do I want? What do I think I'm ready to explore more of? And why now? I'm thinking back to the story, go to a massage therapist and she's amazing. If you're in Mobile, it's Denise Walker at Full Circle and she rested her hand over my belly and I found myself crying. She said it was an emotional release and that we all hold tension in different spots. She taught me that it was my diaphragm. I actually didn't know that it stretched across the entirety of my abdomen. So I started researching the diaphragm and the method that Denise used. She cited the Rosen method. So I went to the Amazon, (laughs) got a book and I've been reading it slowly But then this section hit home for me. I'm going to read you guys an excerpt from it. The woman who created this method is talking about her discovery of this method and some of the things that she discovered as she was standing up this practice and doing her research. And this is what she said. I quote, "I noticed that when people began to let go even more deeply in their abdomens, they seemed to become in touch with a love that they had never felt before. Why is this feeling buried so deep down in the body? I think it is the most precious feeling that we have. And we're so vulnerable around it that we protect it the most. I hear many stories of people putting out their love toward their families and being hurt and rejected. In the end, they're afraid to let their love show and bury it as deeply as possible. It seems to be the last feeling they allow to come up. And it only happens when both the diaphragm and abdomen relax completely a trust has to develop first and then surrender in order for the diaphragm to have its full movement. When this happens, then the love comes out too. The love is not connected to a certain object or a certain experience. Rather, it is people's innate loving beginning to surface. And that's from her book, Rose and Method Bodywork, and that was on page 31. So here's my coaching reflection next. When do I most clearly remember the feeling of love in the way that she mentions it here? And for myself, that's when I actually felt most like myself as a young person. The most intensely that I've ever felt love was me back then. I felt alive and in love with everyone. I felt in love with God and in love with my body and love with love itself. I was all about rom-coms all day long, felt love deeply for others to the point where I would spontaneously cry just for love and celebration at seeing others living their lives and being themselves in random moments like in the airport and the grocery store, just watching people would move me to the point of tears. And I felt grounded in my love for my family and in the love that I felt for them. I felt love, I felt certainty, I felt clear. And in reflection, there's something here for me to understand more. It is my abdomen that's larger than my frame and high up to like where the diaphragm is literally so much so that I often get asked if I'm pregnant and it's my abdomen that hurts when I eat or drink wine, which I know is one of the ways that I like to buffer and numb out and avoid hard emotions. And it's also love that I couldn't create last year when I was traveling for the first time after the pandemic. And I saw so many people disregarding the safety protocols that were in place. And I felt vulnerable and I felt scared and I couldn't get to that love. I recognized that it wasn't accessible to me and my thoughts in that moment. And in reflection on my day-to-day, I see that I've been interpreting it as love that puts me at risk for pain over and over again, like feeling too much means that you're weak, like crying with professional peers or at work, having my voice tremble, being told to take a minute and get myself together or not be so emotional. Also loving or valuing others above outcomes is a liability and a threat to my income and status within corporate consulting. Like when I had to make riff recommendations or promotion denial decisions, like having one of my first boyfriends tell me he was into somebody else. and I. I wasn't enough. That intense love that I felt in that moment wasn't enough. That love hurt me in the end. Having so much love made that hurt all that much more intense. Like the miscarriages where I loved those little cells and named them and talked to them, and that love wasn't enough either. Like when I give or do or serve in my love language, and it's not what my family values or doesn't matter to them, not in the same way at least like not being understood or loved back in the same way or love language by those that you're closest to, including friends and family. Like seeing those who exemplified and taught me love make weird and wrong and terrible decisions or have horrifying opinions or turn around and exemplify so much of what I see as wrong in the world. Like seeing political disagreements create literal lines of separation in my family and among friends Or like my own indictment here of being the one to draw the lines and separate myself from those that I have loved. All right, here's a coaching reflection. And if you've ever coached one-on-one with me, you know that I love homework. So this is my homework for myself. I'm going to ask these three questions. First up, where have I not shown love to myself? What does love feel like? How do I know when I feel it? Physically and emotionally, what does love feel like? If I lived in love, what would be different in my day-to-day? And even doing this reflection up until this point, here's one of the things that I've started as an experiment. I've updated my daily prayer. I have a daily prayer that when I do it, it always hits for me. It's like a focus meditation, but I use it like a conversation with God. Say, thank you, God, for this your day, this your life, and this your precious family, and this your love. Help me, God, to honor you and to bring you joy and create love with everything I say, do, think, and intend help me and help us all please to fully realize and wholly embody your purpose and love in this life and in this day. If you enjoyed this episode, you have got to join me in the Leaders Coaching Mentorship. This is where you get to receive coaching, mentoring, and you can learn the skills you need to live your most inspired life and love with others. Join us today at theleaderscoachingmentorship.com.